Good morning, Shannon. You ready for another cup of coffee as we love girl talk together? <laughs> Good morning, Julie. Sign me up, girlfriend. I'm here for it. I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. I mean, it's been so long. I feel like the weeks are going slowly. So it's nice to have have this excuse to chat every week. No, I agree with you. It's like weird when you like think I have not seen Julie Larkin in the flesh since mid-March. My usual weekly hug is oh, no longer here. It's been so oh, long. It has been so long, but we were just saying this morning, the joy of the internet. Can you imagine this quarantine without being able to Zoom or FaceTime friends or talk to your family, send emails? It would be ridiculous. Everyone would be going crazy. True, but my anxiety levels would also be not as high because I don't know how to work any technology. (laughs) (laughs) Favorite lines of yours in my life. In order for me to like people, they have to be imperfect. And I hate technology. (laughs) Shannon White. (laughs) (laughs) That's the two things that you need to know about me. Right there. Right there. Right there. Oh, my Um, God. How's how's home, Julie? How you doing? You miss me? It's good. I miss you so much. I miss all my friends. Spending time at home with the family has been really, really good. We're doing lots of cool projects. But yeah, it's definitely hard to navigate fun time and work time. And, you know, when you're home, it's like, okay, we're on vacation. We're playing. But I'm really enjoying the quality time with my mom and dad. And and just, yeah, just constantly figuring out how to to navigate and ride the wave, you know? Yeah, true. I get that. What about you? How's work? How's playtime? How's life? It's good. It's good. Work is obviously crazy, but I'm loving my days off. I love the excuse to do nothing. I also just moved. I sent you some photos. So, um, yeah, I've really enjoyed like nesting and like making my own place, my own place, you know? That's so exciting. I'm so excited for you. This is great. And I'm sure very well deserved after all your days in the hospital. Working, working in the hospital. Cool. Well, I was thinking today, I know quarantine has been longer than we uh, ever thought it would be. It just kind of unexpected. And we're, we're starting to feel that. And we're all talking about uncertainty. So I thought it's, it's kind of perfect timing to talk about our next pillar at Girl Talk. And that's the pillar of hope. And this is just really the crux of Girl Talk, right? It's the, the top of the bell curve that that allows that our final pillar to happen. And that's, that's the pillar of healing. But yeah, I thought this is great timing to talk about hope today. What do you think? No, I'm like so excited. I, I, when we were talking about prepping for this week and talking about hope, like I really just do feel like it's such perfect timing, even just talking to friends at work and us all thinking like, wow, like how much longer is it going to be like this? Or talking to family at home and being like, Oh, like how many more months until I see you again? I feel like it's definitely getting to that time where people are having the choice to either start to lose hope or find it again. I feel like it's been that perfect amount of time where it's felt so long and you have to like make the decision of like how you're going to change your attitude about it, you know? And I just feel like, yeah, like we are living in certain times and there's so much to worry about, right? There's your health, there's finances, there's your social fabric. And honestly, there's just like dealing with normal stuff in life too. 
you know, yeah, like life yeah. is still yeah. happening. Not stopping. Um, yeah. And like, I know I'm not the only one lying awake at night wondering like, will we get through this? And what will life look like when all this is over? You know? So I really am super excited that hope is the topic this week because I know I need it. And I'm sure a lot of other people do too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the way you said there's, there's the choice to choose hope. And I know that can feel really hard sometimes. And, you know, we can obviously just be down. There've definitely been several days this week where I've just felt so kind of like deflated and defeated. And it, it is kind of this choice to choose hope. And I think there's hope in, you know, knowing that we're not alone through everything we're going through right now in quarantine. And there's hope in friendship, even though people are miles and miles apart and there's hope, you know, with the people really taking care of everyone who's sick and struggling, people who are alone. Yeah, there's really, there really is a lot of hope. We just have to, we just have to kind of uncover it. Yeah, yeah. It's just so funny. Like, I feel like a four letter word, hope, seems so big. <laughs> like, I don't really know how to define it, I guess. Like, I don't know. Like, I know that it like pulls up my little heartstrings and I'm like, oh, fun, hope. And I have my like ideas of it, but I feel like it's just like such a big concept. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, what would you define hope as? Or like, what do you think girl talk thinks hope is? Yeah. Well, hope to me is, is knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I think hope it's often felt at girl talk in the moments when women realize that they're not alone. Hope is when we see the girls' faces, when they realize that they have a chance to make things better. And, and you know, there's we know there's a lot of darkness in this life, a lot of struggles, heartache, our personal brokenness. And Girl Talk, I think, is here to show women that there's there's really light to look for and to seek. And, and we really want to lean into that light. Yeah, I think when you like explain it as that light, it makes it more tangible, I suppose. And I don't know, I just love like when you specifically said hope is seen on the girls' faces, you know, I know I've seen that plenty of times in our girl talk events and coffee houses, but is there like a specific face that you think of or like, what do you think of when you like think of like that (laughs) hope at girl talk? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it hope embodies the essence, all of girl talk. But I guess, I guess when I do think of like the specific events, the specific coffee houses that we host, there is one that really comes to mind. that was just so, so incredibly powerful to me. And this was a couple of years ago uh, with our college girls. And I remember going to, to Emma's coffee house and, and walking in the room and, and being greeted by her and all of her friendly roommates and seeing the Tostitos and salsa on the counter and diving into some good snacks and drinks and just seeing the beautiful way that she had decorated the apartment. You know, she hung her, you know, all the, what is the thing called when you put it on the back, back of your wall? It's got all the fun designs. Anyway. Garland, Christmas garland. No, not garland. It's like a, 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 not a canvas. No. Anyway, she decorated her apartment really cute and fun. She had the pillows everywhere and the blankets and uh, the candles lit. And it just felt so warm and inviting. So I remember walking in there and being excited for her to share her story that night. It was her first coffee house. And she'd invited her peers, right? All the, the other college girls, her friends, their friends. It was just open to everybody. So I was excited to to go and kind of stand in the back corner and and just 
watch her work her magic. And, and Emma, of course, did absolutely beautifully. You know, she shared her story with, with those college girls, with the freshman through senior peers from all over campus. And she was sharing her quest for acceptance and love and how she was running after it in the form of alcohol and boys. And, and just so vulnerably and so beautifully, just how she was finding herself pretty empty and, and hurt by these experiences, even though she was, she kept seeking, you know, something so much greater. And she was just finding a lot of emptiness. And it was, it was so hard to listen to to sweet Emma sharing this and these hard experiences. Something really powerful happened there when, when Emma shared so vulnerably, so courageously, she inspired these other girls to share as well. And, and I'd never seen anything like it. I mean, there were two women there who stood up that night and, and shared that, that both of them independently, that they had both experienced sexual assaults. And, you know, all of us in the room were just listening to these powerful testimonies and in awe of the women having this courage to share that, that authentic, vulnerable uh, way of sharing her own story. And, and it was incredible. These, these two women stood up in the Sling Center together and they said, hey, why don't we walk together? And, and it was just, it was just astounding. I mean, I, I was in tears. It was so beautiful to, to see them bind together like that and really just, just have that hope that, hey, we both went through this, this really, really hard thing. And, and we're not going to let that, that darkness win out. We're, we're going to hope in ourselves. We're going to hope in each other. We're going to hope that there is this light at the end of the tunnel. And so we all just cheered and applauded them for their courage and their vulnerability in that moment. And then <laughs> again, this, this whole night was just an unfolding of so much beauty and hope right after those two women shared their experiences, this sweet, sweet freshman friend stood up and, um, she shared that, that, that day, Shannon, that very day, she had been contemplating ending her life and she had been studying in the library and she had walked outside and this girl from her acapella group walked by and said, Hey, I'm going to this thing called girl talk tonight. It's a coffee house at my friend Emma's apartment. Do you want to come? And, and this, this sweet girl said, Sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll check it out. And here she was at Emma's girl talk, and she <laughs> just shared with the entire room that because of Emma's beautiful story, because of the courage of these other women sharing, because of the room filled with support and love, she didn't feel alone in her struggle. She knew that there was support. She knew that there was love, no matter what. She knew that no matter what. She was worthy of a beautiful, beautiful life. That's insane. That's awesome. That's so cool. Isn't that? I feel like I, I remember I couldn't make it to this coffee house, but I do remember like the talk about it for days and weeks after just like how powerful Emma's story was and her vulnerability and sharing. And then just the hope and healing that was felt in the audience, you know, from the people listening in, I don't know, like I wasn't there, but like I still get goosebumps when people talk about it because it's just like, oh wow, this is real. Yeah. Yes, it's so real. And and it was just 
is such a night of hope. It was such a beautiful night of hope. I felt like the whole night, just all of our Girl Talk pillars unfolded, right? From, from Emma's hospitality with the Tostitos and the cute decorations to the vulnerability in her story. I mean, she didn't have to share that authentically, right? Like, it's very easy for us to say, oh, I have a fun story and whatever, whatever. But she she got real and raw and she just shared some hard things and they didn't even necessarily connect. They weren't they weren't completely compatible with the stories that the girls at her coffee house shared in return. But because she was so vulnerable, they had that quote unquote permission to share as well. And then from that vulnerability, we saw this instantaneous friendship developed between these girls who were from all different walks of life, different friend circles, different majors, different grades. And they, they connected in solidarity and they said, Hey, let's walk to the counseling center together. Hey lady, we're so glad you're here. We're so glad you came to girl talk tonight. We're so glad that you, you made that choice. We're so happy you're here. And we watched some really beautiful friendship stem from that. And then of course, hope, I mean, Hope was was what came out of all three of these. You know, hope was was found in knowing that they were not alone, that they could get through this struggle together. They they had this really tangible form of solidarity just surrounding them. And and it was just it was just beautiful and I'm so grateful that I got to witness that experience. It reminded me of of one of the quotes uh, that a girl talk sister had shared years before when we had one of our first girl talk coffee houses, Shannon. And, and you know, this, it's one of my favorites. This girl said, no one was going to let me fall into the shadows because no matter how specific I thought my situation was, there was already a girl talk girl who had been there before. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. I feel like too, like, even if a girl talk girl like shares a story and it's not exactly yours. I feel like there's always like the sense of whatever it was that made you feel alone or made you feel insecure, made you feel small or took your joy away. Even though the circumstances may be different, like those feelings are still the same for so many women. Um, So I think that's what I really like when, you know, this girl talk girl shared that quote is like, even if it wasn't, you know, the same shoes and the same time, like it was the same journey or the same feeling or the same understanding. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I said, I remember after Emma's girl talk, there was all this buzz. Like it was like, (laughs) it was the greatest girl talk ever had. And I like was so bummed. I wasn't a part of it. So I remember reaching out to Emma asking if I could just like read her talk. If I couldn't hear it, I don't want to read it. She actually quoted her girl talk mentor, Gabby, Gabby P, um, <laughs> the best girl of all time. I love her. And I wrote down this quote like immediately after I read it in her talk. And she, Gabby, like describes hope for Emma. And she says, the way I see it, hope is a lifeboat out of any situation. No matter how low we feel, how crazily wrapped up we are in our emotions, no matter the depth of our sorrows or anxieties, hope is the lifesaver that keeps us afloat and leads us back to all happiness and love. Hope that we have the strength within to weather the storm. It's not about conquering the storm, it's moving through it. Hope that we'll have the capacity to grow and blossom in the next morning, the next week, or the next year. 
hope that we all have wonderful things to contribute to the world around us. Oh my goodness. Gabby hitting us with her beautiful, powerful words. Always and forever. Seriously. I mean, I just thought that was really powerful. And I can't believe that I have a friend that's that quotable, like (laughs) Aristotle levels. But that's kind of why I wrote it down. But I also just really enjoy that she doesn't automatically equate hope with success. Like, I feel like so many of us are like, hope means like I get the thing at the end or I feel 100% myself again. Or I like, I like that she is encouraging, but she doesn't give us a false sense of hope that everything will go back to normal or even better than what we think it would be. Like it's simply just weathering the storm. It's making our way through it. It's not about conquering. And I also love that when she explains we have this potential to grow or change, whether it's tomorrow or next week or next year. Like, I love that it doesn't have a time constraint, you Mm. know, because so many things in our life do. We have so many deadlines, but I think like this explains hope is a gift and it doesn't Mm. demand anything from us. And, you know, it's just permission to find joy in the mess of it all. And, you know, just to find contentment within our brokenness. Like it's not about the success. It's not about having it now. I don't know. I just absolutely love it. Yeah, no, I agree. I love that. And I I think you're right about weathering the storm and, and having that, that lack of pressure, you know, just the permission to find joy. And it's not necessarily that our struggles are going to disappear. They're going to be Mm -hmm. there but that the hope exists through that. I I love the way she phrased that. Right. Is there anything specifically, anything that comes to mind for you, like anything tangible that you picture or any experiences of hope that you've gone through or that you're going through now? (laughs) I think it's really funny, but my, like, when I hear hope, my mind immediately goes to cancer ribbons. I don't know why, like that's just where it goes. And then after that, my mind immediately goes to the journey my family has been on this past year with my dad's journey with cancer. And honestly, um, we didn't see one ribbon the entire time of his treatment. <laughs> and right before this, I Googled, like, what is the lung cancer ribbon? Because I have no idea. Apparently, it's white and pearl. I like it. <laughs> um, but, you know, even though we didn't see these ribbons all over throughout his treatment, like, I think we sure as hell felt hope. And I think, you know, it was the first thing we grabbed onto when we heard of his diagnosis, because Mm -hmm. like, how can you not, you know, there's just so much uncertainty in the oncology world. There's no 100% that the treatment will work. And there's no knowing what symptoms you're going to have until you get the symptoms. And, you know, there's no knowing will my blood counts be up this day or down the next day. And, you know, even now cancer free, like there's no knowing what the next follow-up scan will show. And I think for me and my family, like we would have been wrecked if we didn't focus on the hope. And if we did focus on the uncertainty and Mm -hmm. I think our only option was to like look for that light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, just focus on, each and every step it takes to get there. And I think for us, you know, especially me and my personal reflection of this past year, 
like hope was found in numbers, you know, Mm -hmm. hope was really knowing that you're not alone. Kind of what you were saying with like this girl talk definition of hope. And, you know, I felt hope when four of us waited in the waiting room for his 10 hour surgery. If I was there alone, I would have crumbled, Hmm. but I had my brother and I had my sister-in-law and I had my mom and like the four of us made it. And, you know, I felt hope when my dad's six sisters would come over and visit, whether they, I remember one of them brought this like crazy tea that's supposed to keep like <laughs> cancer cells. The other one brought a plan and the other one food, but like those six sisters is where I felt hope. And, mm-hmm. you know, I also felt hope when like the number of chemo infusions decreased when it was like, all right, we got four left. We got three left. We got two left. Wait, we're done. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, I really felt hope when like my closest friends reached out and when those three friends would send gift baskets or when they would send us music suggestions. So I had like something to listen to in the hospital and, you know, just friends that would take, send silly memes just to like take my mind off of it. You know, I think me and my family, like we really felt hope in the hospitality of others. And I certainly found hope in vulnerable moments that I shared with my dad that I had never experienced before. And I felt hope and love and support from friends and the friendship that they gave. And I found hope in the numbers. I was not alone for that entire journey. I think that's what hope is. Like hope is a light but hope is the people who pick you up and carry you through it too, you know? Oh, I just got chills. I love hearing that. And it's, it's so beautiful to hear you talk about hope with your dad and just, you know, he, thinking of when you first told me that he was diagnosed and just how scared I felt and how upset I was for you and nervous for your family. And it, it really was beautiful. I mean, throughout this whole process, you have always shared a sense of hope with me and with our friends. And it's been, it's been really encouraging and really inspiring that again, even through your struggle, like it's not like it's been easy, but you've been weathering the storm. You've been going through, you've been supporting your family, you're supporting your mom, your brother, your dad, you know, and it's just really inspiring. I think it's really beautiful. Yeah. 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 And thinking about Gabby's quote too, like I said, like that just makes me think about, I love that she says weathering the storm, (laughs) you know, the the struggles aren't going away. The shadows are there. The darkness does exist, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. She, she talks about how healing doesn't happen, doesn't have to happen tomorrow or right away, but to have hope until then. And it's made me think it's, it's kind of funny how things all blend together my year of the word, my year of the word, my word of the year, <laughs> my word of the year, my word of it's the like, year. Um, that reminds me of like, is it ugly Christmas sweater party or Christmas ugly sweater party? Oh, definitely. This is like the debate every Christmas. Oh, wait, no, it's an ugly sweater, Chris, ugly or sweater Christmas party. Ugly Christmas sweater party. No. Or is it ugly sweater Christmas party? Christmas ugly sweater. Christmas ugly sweater party. I think that's. I think that's how it goes. We'll have to. We'll have to take. We'll do an Instagram poll. Oh my goodness gracious! But um, also, (laughs) my word of the year, which I normally don't do, I guess, except for the past two years. This year, it's it's been hope, and I've just been thinking so much about hope, and obviously, like we're talking about today. But my 
two words of the year last year were gentle and intentional. And I was just thinking about how, you know, I, I need to be intentional and, and I want to be intentional of, of plans with friends and family and work and, and my, my own personal growth and all of that. And I think it's kind of cool thinking about, you know, the story that you just shared and, and Gabby's quote and Emma's story, how those two years kind of blended into each other, right? How I was gentle and intentional and then to have this sense of hope that, that we need to be gentle with ourselves, even when things aren't going exactly the way we want them to. And whether that's by our own, you know, say we had a, a dream or a goal or a deadline that we didn't meet or, or we didn't do something as well as we wanted to, or we fell down and failed again and again and again, we have to keep that gentleness with ourselves, not, not to abandon the plan, but to be gentle, to get back up, to have hope that, that things will turn out well. And, and even if there is a struggle, even if we have some scars at the end, to quote Angelica Tom, right? We might have some cuts and bruises, but we're on the right path. It's also just made me think about my journey through Girl Talk as a whole, you know, founding Girl Talk and running it all these years, just thinking kind of even about the doubts, my own doubts of, of Girl Talk in and of itself, which is kind of weird to say, but I definitely had my own kind of inner insecurities thinking like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe this isn't needed, right? Maybe, maybe girl talk is, you know, some people think, oh, you're just talking about your feelings or, oh, you're just talking about guys. And I think, oh man, like maybe, maybe we are, maybe it's not, it's not needed, you know? And that, that little ugly voice in our heads. But it's so interesting that in those moments where I've had those doubts, something has immediately just kind of smacked me in the face to tell me that girl talk is needed. You know, I, I remember specifically, um, I, I was, I was hosting a training for, for another job that I had at the time. And this girl, this college girl ran up to me, uh, right before the, the morning started. And she said, Julie, I'm so sorry. I can't, I can't be here to help you. Like I, I told you I would, I, I need to get back to my roommate she was, she was just assaulted this weekend. And oh my goodness, that whole week I was having all these doubts that again, maybe girl tech is just silly. And that just brought it right back home for me again. You know, same thing. I was, I was doubting if these messages are truly needed. And, and I get a phone call from my best friend crying because she's just had her heart ripped out, you know, and, and just doubting this and, and hearing from friends and from the girls in our community, just how much they needed girl talk in these crisis moments. And it just reaffirmed for me the power of love and worthiness and, and letting these girls know that they are enough worthy and loved, just reminding us of our true dignity. And I just think it's interesting, right? That it's, it's never in the sunshine moments. It's never in the, the puppies on Instagram moments. It's never in these moments of life is so good. Sit back and relax. It's actually in the moments of struggle and darkness. You know, when, when your dad was diagnosed, when, when Emma shared those hard stories, it's, it's actually in the moments of struggle and pain. I think that we can best find and we need to find this hope that's necessary for our lives. Right. And I think that's why like our pillars are so important because there's hope in hospitality. There's hope in vulnerability and sharing your story. There's hope in friendship and there's hope 
that all these things will lead to healing or will lead to comfort. Or I think that's, it may start off with a place of sadness, but I think hope is that hand that says like, you don't have to stay there. Like you can come into the light, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that. And, and just thinking again of, of, you know, hard things. I've recently been chatting with a friend who, who's going through some really hard things and she's so beautifully been, been sharing these experiences with me and, you know, we're, she's weathering the storm. (laughs) We're hopefully weathering the storm together. And, and she's one of those people who is so strong and so just, you, you admire everything about her. I mean, she's just incredible. And to hear her share so vulnerably about her struggle right now has been such a gift to really enter into that, that real and raw side of her. And so in all these conversations, I, uh, I keep thinking of, I keep thinking of Lord of the Rings, of Frodo and Sam, and you know how much I love these characters, and and oh and gosh. I think of them as us, and I know that drives you crazy, but oh. you need to watch these movies, Shannon. Never, never, I will not enter that world. I just did a, a three day uh, a three day marathon with my parents on Lord of the Rings, and it was amazing. Quarantine life, <laughs> but but here's the quote. Here's the quote about hope that I keep coming back to with my friend, and it's it's really been inspiring for me and I'm, I'm really holding on to it. So, so here's a quote from Sam in Lord of the Rings. He says, I know it's all wrong by rights. We shouldn't even be here, but we are. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo, the ones that really mattered full of darkness and danger. They were, and sometimes you didn't want to know the end because how could the end be happy how could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it will shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you, that meant something, even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, Shannon, I do understand. I know now. Folks in those stories had lots of chances of turning back. Only they didn't. They kept going because they were holding on to something. And I just love that because he's, Sam quotes perfectly what we've been talking about. He's, he's talking about the darkness. He's saying, we shouldn't even be here. Why are we even experiencing this rough thing? Like, this is the worst. <laughs> Why do we have to go through this hard struggle? But here we are, and, and let's weather this storm together. Let's figure out how we're going to get to the end of that, that tunnel. And, and we doubt, how could, how could the end be happy? How could Girl Talk really be a good? Well, guess what? It, it, it is, and, and we're, you're, we're weathering this storm. We're journeying with the girls. We're all in friendship, kind of going through this thing called life together. Yeah, yeah. I um saw a really cute thing this week that was it it was I guess a meme whatever the millennials call it nowadays but it was like a cute little I know I'm like (laughs) secretly a baby boomer at heart you are not but it was this like cute little nurse and she was just like yeah this is hard but like throw your hair up at a ponytail and like let's get going like you got a lot of grit in you like let's make it work And I think that really inspired me. And I was just even reflecting on our own conversations. Like, 
what's the first thing that we do when we're like, okay, let's put on our big girl pants and like, let's be hopeful. Like yeah. we take a shower, we blow dry our hair we put some makeup on, we throw our hair up in a bun and like <laughs> get ready to go. So I think a really fun challenge for this week for such a big, huge concept is participating in Fancy Friday. So this week, I think it would be really fun if we all take our showers, put our makeup on, put on a cute outfit, put our hair up, take a photo, and then send it to our Girl Talk Instagram. And then on Friday, we can go through and see all of the cute, fun women out there who are hopeful and trying to make every day better than the last. What do you I think? I love that. I love it. I think we should do it. I think it's so fun because we've been talking about some hard stuff, right? Hope is, like you said in the beginning, it's a small four-letter word that is this huge, important, very important concept that we need to hold on to. So I love that you're, you're taking this big concept that we have that's so important and, and starting small, you know, like how are we going to get this huge sense of hope? You know, maybe we need hope for something really tough going on in our lives with a friend or with a family member or, or ourselves. But I love, I love your idea. Let's just start small. What's that first step? You know, feeling good, feeling confident in ourselves. We can do that with something as simple as a fancy Friday. Um, I think it'll be really fun. Are you, uh, you ready to take our picture for, for today? <laughs> not now not now but yes I hope you guys participate in that that would be a really fun way to um to start this this little bit of a journey to hope with you all and it's been really neat reflecting on these four pillars of girl talk so far we've had hospitality vulnerability friendship and hope and we're really looking forward to to talking next week about about healing which will be our, our five pillars of girl talk. So feel free to comment on the podcast episodes on our website. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And if you think it's an ugly sweater Christmas party or a Christmas sweater ugly party or whatever we're planning on, um, please comment. You can learn more about Girl Talk or donate on our website at ourgirltalk.org. Feel free to check out the Coffee House community there. It's a place for you to build community, have deeper conversations, and grow personally and professionally. Of course, you can follow us on Instagram at Our Girl Talk. And if you have any suggestions, topics, or questions, you can email us at info at ourgirltalk.org. Wow. Stay hopeful, my friends. Wash your face, fix your ponytail, find your grit, and believe in your feminine genius. And we will talk to you next week. Love, Girl Talk.